0: Okay, so we're here with John. And uh, when it comes to getting advice for sales and marketing solutions, there is no better person to speak to than John Ron from Achieve Your Dreams. Uh, Hi, John. It's a pleasure to have the opportunity to meet you and find out how you became so effective with assisting businesses and lead generation strategies, getting and retaining high quality customers and clients, and assisting small businesses. With sales and
1: marketing strategy. Now, did I say your name right, John? Uh, no, it's Ruane. It's uh, Ruane. It's, it's, an, it's an Irish name. It's, uh, it's nothing like the real name, but it's the, When the English overtook Ireland in the 15th century, they couldn't spell the Irish, so they just wrote it as it sounded. Um, it's related, but you'll, you'll, Rowan is a much more uh, well known version of the name. But anyway, it's, I pronounce it Rewain. In Ireland, it, it's, uh, it's pronounced Rewang. Yeah, okay. so I found Rewain right. was easier because it, uh, it goes around language. So anyway, thank you very much for your, for your gracious introduction, and it's a pleasure to be here.
0: So, John, uh, for any listeners who really need more sales, customers or clients, uh, what few words of advice can you offer them?
1: so sales are, and sales are the lifeblood of any business. Without sales, you really and truly have no business. So this is something that you must concentrate on. But unfortunately, the majority of people in small business have very few skills in So if your sales, if you note know that your sales are dropping, or if you're not making enough money, or if your profit is not enough. By all means, get somebody that can help you. It's the best investment you'll ever make.
0: Okay, that really sounds like good advice. Um, Can you tell us about any stats regarding how many people are in this situation?
1: Yeah, the stats here are absolutely terrible. Well over 70% of people in small businesses lose their business within five years. And over 85% of those that started more than 10 years ago no longer are in business. Okay, the powers that be put various different reasons for this. The number one reason that they put is lack of capital, um, because most people start small businesses on a shoestring. Uh, the second reason that the authority gives is lack of management skills. And management skills include the the skills to be able to organise yourself and prioritise yourself and spend uh, time and effort getting sales. Uh, Unfortunately, in reality, most people concentrate on what they know. So, uh, as a small business person, you may well be a technician. So if I, um, if, if I use a uh, plumber as an example, the plumber the a brilliant plumber. He will get all the best tools. He'll get the best car. He'll get the best manual. He'll get all the type of things, but he won't get the sales because he has no clue how to do that.
0: So you're saying it's a lack of capital and management. Um, how important is a Good business partner?
1: Yeah well partners are good and uh, it's very, it can be very lonely if you're just in business on your own but unfortunately most partnerships don't appear to work over the long term. There are a few uh, Rolls Royce is probably the very best example I could imagine uh, but normally they will all work if you get somebody that has the technical side and somebody that can do the practical side. So in the in the case of a plumber, we have a plumber that's really good, and you may, his partner may well be a marketing person. Okay? So the marketing person gets the sales, the plumber does the work. And as long as they're happy with the way that the, uh, the income is distrib- distributed, then most of the, you know, it will continue. Hmm.
0: And and why is it that uh, people don't have the capital and 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 good management skills? I mean, what's going on there?
1: Okay, well, the majority of people uh, we all most people start life as an employee, and we work for this person, and we assume that this boss is making a million dollars. Now, this is there are two there are two industries that. Uh, that really give the wrong impressions. Uh, one is the fuel industry. Um, you go to a service station, and each, put, you know, the, you see lines of cars outside this lovely service station. Every time you go there, it, it costs you sixty dollars or seventy, or you know, if you have a four-wheel drive, hundred and fifty. Okay, and you keep doing this, and you think this bloke is making a fortune, right? But if, when you know, when you really know what's going on, well, he's often making less than one cent per litre. And he has to pay all the expenses out of that one cent per litre. Okay. So, this is, um, so, as an employee, you get this idea that an employer makes a million dollars, you think you've got some skills, You decide that you're going to start a business. You do very little research into all this. You put the plaque plaque up outside and you wait for the phone to ring, which rarely happens these days. Right,
0: right. That's very interesting. So what are some of the repercussions of of such a high number of failed businesses? Uh,
1: A lot of people lose a lot of assets because small businesses have difficulty getting finance without mortgaging their home. Um, So they've already got a mortgage, often, uh, and so they they sort of get uh, get cash from whatever equity they've got, uh, and they quickly burn through that, and then, uh, you know, with all the things I've said, as with the plumber, the plumber goes out normally and buys a brand new car and then they, are a ute, and then they get it spray painted with the name all over the place and then they need new tools. Right, so that's most of the capital gone. And then we wait for the phone to ring, and it never does. Um, mm. So, if you don't pay the bank's mortgage every month, then the bank will do something about it. I mean, they won't do it immediately but they will. And often these people that start a business, instead of getting somebody like a business coach that will help them with their sales, they see that as a completely unnecessary expense. They're much more likely actually to go and get stationary printed (laughs) and this type of stuff, which of course does nothing towards getting sales. All it is another expense.
0: Right. Uh, Can you tell me if You ever had this problem?
1: Uh, Yes, of course. Everybody has to have this problem. When I very first started in business, uh, and this is many, many years ago, I thought it would run itself. (laughs) It doesn't. (laughs) My very first business was what you would call a um, drugstore. I used to make hamburgers and sell milk checks and fish and chips and all this type of thing. Um, I got some young girls from uh, who were still basically in school to help me of the weekend. Uh, they were 15, 15, 16, type thing. Uh, they attracted all the boys, right? Um, and I just used to leave them. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. But uh, it didn't take, it, it only took a few weeks to realise that that's not a good idea. You, you must be there uh, at all times. But we did. Um, because, because these kids all went to school, right, they, the word passed around. So, without me even really knowing a lot about marketing these days, just because I employed these young girls, right, all the blokes had come, right, and as the blokes come, the other girls would come, okay? So, we, you know, the shop was almost always full, and it was very much geared towards the younger people, Okay? Uh, so, yeah, we did we did all right. It was done hard work, but we did okay.
0: So uh, did that experience influence you in studying in this school? And uh, what yeah. sort of successes have you had?
1: Yeah, oh, look, I've had lots and lots of successes in, in this area. Um, I, not long after this, I met a CPA and we started an accounting business. And the, the reason, I don't really understand why, but we started to not, we, we always did the figures and then we used to advise the people. But we used to advise them on their sales. And, you know, on, on their marketing. It, marketing really wasn't a word. This is 40-something years ago that I'm talking about now. Uh, but we used to advise them. Um, we, we had one... Um, there was one plumber who really and truly wanted to be a fisherman. Okay. Um we really helped him an awful lot with all the advice that we that we gave him. And he, he became he became one of the top fishermen in the in the state. That's the whole state of New South Wales, which has probably about eight to ten million people.
0: Hmm. Wow. So um what are small business owners doing to combat this problem?
1: Well, the sad truth is very little. Um, I've actually just written a blog about this, but the accepted place to go if you have financial problems is to go to an accountant. Now, accountants aren't very good at sales or this type of thing. The accountant record transactions after the event. They're not very good at forward-looking stuff. Uh, also, the regulations that, that uh, you know, to, be, to continue to be an accountant and the regulations for uh, personal professional indemnity insurance and the regulations to be members of their peer groups like CPLCA Australia uh, mean that they have to be very conservative. And I've actually just finished writing a blog which will go on my, my, uh, my website tomorrow about all this. Um, the best person to get for sales is either a marketing expert or a, a business coach. Many people also use web designers. Um, uh, web designers are very good at doing web design. They're not very good at real... They don't really understand how sales funnels work, but they know how to do the website. So they do the websites and they do the text on the website uh, and the colors all work beautifully. The graphics all work beautifully, but there's really, there's often no call to action and there's no, there's nothing on the website that says what is in it for the customer or the client.
0: Hmm. So, uh, John, what do you do to assist small business owners?
1: Okay. So we do we do a lot. We go in there, uh, we talk to them, uh, find out what it is they want. I have uh, I have well prepared and proven questionnaires, um, fill them out, work out what it is they're trying to achieve, work out why it is they think they can't achieve this type of thing, and then we try to remove the, the roadblocks. Uh, we interview. Any staff they have, many of them don't have staff. It, sometimes it's just them. Sometimes it's, uh, it's uh, a husband and wife. Sometimes it might be a father and uh, son, or a father and daughter, or a mother and daughter. So we just we just talk. To them. Um, we try to get them to to com- to communicate to their target market. So we help them really define their target market. Or the new word is an avatar. So we get their ideal client and then we work out where it is. Once we work out who it is and where it is, we work out how to get to it. And their sales begin to increase almost immediately as soon as you do this. um, It sounds common sense, but most people don't exactly do it. Most people use the, the sort of very wide approach. Uh, And they want to work with anybody. But people don't want to work with anybody these days. Uh, People want an expert in the field. And so that's why you must define your target market as precisely as you possibly can.
0: Okay. Well, thank you, John. Uh, uh, I think you really have this subject well covered. And um, thanks thanks for reducing the suffering for those... (coughs) In small business, um, how can people contact you?
1: Okay, we have a website uh, which is www.ayd.debt.au. Uh, on that website, you can make an appointment for your free initial thing. Um, you can call me, it's plus six one, which is the code for Australia, 408 825 or the SCART address is J-A-Y-E-S afejayare 0 49
0: Okay, fantastic. Well, I look forward to talking to you again in the future. And again, thank you very much.
1: And thank you for having me. Bye-bye now.
0: Bye.